Welcome to the Odd Opinions Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us and uh, listening to our show. What? <laughs> supporting us? <laughs> <laughs> Who listens? We, we're us? a strong, we independent <laughs> podcast. We you don't need what? no support. We don't you need no what? plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? Thank you all for listening. Um <laughs> well <Restart. okay. laughs> all right no i'm no. leaving this in you know what, you no. know what? Yeah. No. this is the real us okay <laughs> we're doing anyway this. leave a comment we'll find so you. we'll eventually get to our topic today now we wanted to uh, just talk about uh our experiences through the pandemic and um as we mentioned uh in a previous episode we've gone through a couple of hurricanes and we also had a big freeze in our city and we went through all that. So we just kind of wanted to share our experiences and get the the differences between them and um, just talk about that. So why don't we go ahead and get it kicked off with Ray telling us what happened. Uh, how did the, the pandemic affect you, Ray? I, I didn't even see a difference, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, you know, I mean, when I when I went out, I was like, oh, there's less people out here. It's nice. <laughs> Your job wasn't affected. Uh, I had to stay home for work for, so I had to work from home through it. But um, we went back one time, I think. I think we went back for like three months and they were like, mm, you know what? Just kidding. Just kidding. So, we, <laughs> so we went back home. Uh, but besides that, I mean, really, I didn't have to do much during the pandemic. I remember yeah. like when I did get it, it was... It's like a flu, so it really didn't even affect me that much, like okay. sickness wise. Yeah. Okay. So let's go around the room real quick and just see, like, so you said you had COVID. Yes. Right. Okay. So Nathan, have you had it? Um. Do I have to disclose this information? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I did, and <laughs> okay. I I gave it to my family. Oh, oh you you did and my entire workplace. Oh. Oh God. Yeah. It gets so, worse. Yeah. Well, you didn't I mean, have to disclose all that. <laughs> No, no, Sharing I was, caring, they I say. was patient zero when it came to that, you know, I don't wow. know where I picked it up at, but you know, as soon as I start yeah. feeling sick, I let everybody know, but you know, at that point it's too late. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Cameron? No, no. Me and my wife and my kid didn't get it that, that we know of. So you like, could have been asymptomatic kind of thing. Could have been. Could have been. My, my entire family got it. My mom, dad, sister, grandma, brother. Yeah. Uncles. Which that's interesting because you guys are really close and you kind of spend a lot of time together. Yeah, did y'all we did y'all distance? Yeah, we stayed away from them at the time. Oh. And like everything before it got crazy over here and for a while after we kind of kept our distance. Hmm. So did that put a strain on like relationship wise or not really? Just, I mean, not to get personal or anything. Just, I mean, not really because of phones, you know? Yeah. We all still kept in touch and FaceTime, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, and it's not like we never saw each other. I was still at their house fairly frequently. Yeah. Like after they were over it. And yeah. Just being even real before careful. they had it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's neat. 
I actually I had it. I actually got it from uh, in a like a sports event that we were at. We were playing volleyball, yeah, and your sister yeah. actually was the one. <laughs> yeah, she was the one who gave it to everybody. <laughs> it to everybody. Zero. <laughs> it was patient zero in my house or my parents' house. Yeah, mm-hmm. which she didn't know she had it. You know, it was one of those things where you didn't even know you had it until you it got was, symptoms, and then your symptoms didn't show up yeah, until they like, a like a week, like a ten day incubation period for yeah. the disease. So like you can, it's you which can and then and then sometimes spread. you don't even have the symptoms at all. So it's like yeah. you can just spread it and yeah. not even know you had it. So yeah. that's terrible. Too. I remember when it was first coming out over in Wuhan. I was seeing the like all the headlines and the videos of those people lining up outside of stores with the thermometers and everyone had a face mask on. I was thinking, man, this is just like a movie. It's crazy. And I thought this was like back in January and I was like, man, that's going to be over here soon. Like it's going to, it just has to, you know, Yeah. and lo and behold, was it two months later? Yeah. It broke out. That they know of when it officially, they said, yeah, it was over here. Yeah. It was scary. Cause it was like seeing a movie and all of a sudden the movie was in my hometown Everyone was wearing masks and getting thermometer checks at our thermometer. What is it? Thermometer temperature checks using a thermometer. Yeah. Yeah. Using a thermometer to do temperature checks. Mm. Yeah. And so then it was affecting your own family too. Yeah. Pretty a, early on. It was a weird paradigm shift to where like, I have to look out for my, my, um, your family, physical, physical, physical. being. I guess. Yeah. I would say it. So yes, you didn't care about that beforehand. I mean, nope. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being a boy, I'm naturally dirty, you know. But I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, we'll not mind get into body. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every guy's pretty dirty, mind and body, you know. Yeah. Well, mind, I can agree with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, when I had it, it was basically <laughs> like I had a really, really bad flu hmm. for a, a solid week. I was in bed and couldn't hardly do anything. It was pretty rough but then after that it wasn't too bad and uh, a lot of people said that they didn't um they couldn't smell anything like they lost the sense of smell and taste well i never had a great sense of smell in the first place oh nathan you're gonna call sorry about that it's all good you need to take that no i'm not on call oh well good good all right yeah stop calling him so uh, yeah i never had that either that i never lost my taste or smell yeah, my sense of smell wasn't great in the first place, yeah, I mean. so, you know, it didn't really affect me. I never noticed a change, but what about you, Nathan? For me, uh, I was more like Ray. Like, there was only three days where it really affected me. It was the day I started realizing I was getting sick, the second day. So, the awful experience for me, like, the awful experience for me was I got sick on that Thursday. My coworker was off the next day, so I couldn't exactly leave because it's just me and him that do that job. Oh, yeah. So... The worst day was that Friday that I had to work for my coworker. I found out I had COVID and I left half through the day, but then I had to do all the work by myself from my house. Oh, well, no, I didn't no support from anybody else in the office. I come mm. back right after this is during the freeze, by the way. Yeah. So I get two days at the beginning of the next week where I don't have to go to work. I come back that Wednesday Everyone else is sick. I don't even get a full week before I have to come back to the office myself and run the entire office, including like billing and everything else by myself from the office for two weeks Wow! because everybody else apparently got the worst version of COVID (laughs) where they were just dying at their house. Nobody went to the emergency room, by the way, but 
they were all like, oh, man, I just feel so bad, and I got to take a nap. So any support that I got, they were sleeping halfway through the day. Yeah. yeah. So I was doing everything with less than a week off after having gotten COVID. It oh. was an awful experience for me, and not because of what COVID did to me, even though Friday and Saturday that I had it were pretty bad. Well, thankfully, it wasn't like super serious for you, so you could do that. I wouldn't say that I could do that, that I was forced to do that, and that I actually yeah. allowed them to do it to me. Well, so that's the thing. Like, we were already working from home whenever I got it, so I didn't even have to, like, <laughs> I really yeah. didn't even have to tell my company, but I did. I called them and was <laughs> like, hey, I tested positive for it. And they were like, oh, okay, are you back at the office? And I was like, no. They were like, well, then why did you call us pretty much? <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I was a, like, just in case. Yeah. I think a lot of businesses have that revelation. Where their employees can actually work from home. Yeah. They be did. less overhead for them. I don't know. But I also think that was a cause of like, there was a lot of layoffs at the same time. Mm. So a lot of people were working harder from home to stay in the job they had. Yeah. And I think if we would do it long term, it would be a, it, you would see a production drop. Mm. Probably. In my opinion. Like, I don't know if that's a statistically backed up thing, but well, it's, uh, I don't like, think it, Oh, go ahead. No, go, go. I don't think it could be a universal thing. Like everyone has oh. to work from home, but I think that some people do get a benefit out of it. And yeah. even the companies are seeing that not having a house and extra head, <laughs> probably cheaper yeah. for them. And they get that added benefit of working from home. Well, like some jobs you can't work from home. Like, yeah. you know, the job that I had at the time, I have a different job now, but neither one of them could I work from home. You know, it's all like manual physical stuff that has to be done in location so, you know, thankfully the company I worked for during the pandemic, um, was able to stay open because we were deemed an essential business. Um, so I was very lucky and blessed to be able to <coughs> stay working during the pandemic. So yeah. I that worked was with you fortunate. at the time. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. We both have different jobs now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked working from home. <clears throat> but I also feel like there was a benefit of like going into an office, especially like I work in a cubicle. So it's like getting that, like somebody's going to come into the cubicle and you, you have to kind of do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean <laughs> at the house, you're kind of like, Oh, I could just like slack off and not really like a hundred percent do it. No and one's like, really going to yeah, know. Nobody's really going to know. I mean, as long as you get what you got to do done and it's like, but that's true. Personal accountability in that yeah, case is it has to be there. Yeah, it has to be. And I I think a lot of people I think they can. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just will they? Do they yeah. choose to do it yeah, when they I don't think, have to? I yeah. think there's something nice about structure too, about oh, waking up at sure. a certain time in the morning, yeah, getting ready for work mm -hmm. and yeah. driving to work. It's like it's like going you, to the movie theaters, right? It gives you a certain experience, like yeah. just the fact that you have to prepare and go someplace. Yeah, yeah. it's like you kind of get in that zone while you're driving mm -hmm. as well. You're like, you got to like focus yeah. in, like I'm going to work. I've got to get in like that mindset. Like, you yeah. know, if you wake up and like I did, I mean, literally my computer was in my bed and it's like <laughs> watching TV, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even yeah. do that. If, I had if my, my email on my coworkers phone. or bosses watching. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> some people are driven by getting up and going and being in the atmosphere and around the people. And some people, they're just person, their personality is different to where they work better alone. Yeah. Isolated. I think that's rare though. I think everybody likes to pretend that it's more common to be able to, Oh, I just need to work by myself and not see anybody. But I think it's a lot rarer than people I, let on. Cause like being around other people 
and going other places really does change your mind completely yeah. about what your goals are for that day. I think you're right. It is rare for someone to just want to completely be isolated all the time. But I think it's not as rare for those hybrid people who can work around people and in that atmosphere and then need to recharge. Yeah. And go right. back by themselves. I think it would be good for companies to have an option to where, like, if if your job can allow you to work from home, like you can opt to work from home. Yeah. Or you can come in. Like, doesn't really matter. But you have to, like, choose one or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am, too. Like, like three days a week or two days a week, you come into the office, and then the rest of it you can just do from home. Yeah. yeah. So um, people just aren't people persons. <laughs> CGI was a company that I... <laughs> that was a weird sentence. Yeah. That I went into, like... Uh, it's a company in Lafayette mm -hmm. and the guy I interviewed with was like, yeah, I go to the office like once or twice a week. He was like, and I work seven days a week. He was like, so I just work from the house most of the time. And I was like, that's pretty nice. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause he lives over here in Lake Charles and mm -hmm. like, he was like the commute kind of got a lot. He was like, so now I just, he was like, I go up there when I need to. Yeah. I was like, that's, yeah. that's really nice. It was like my current boss. Um, there's days where he'll work from home. Like actually mm -hmm. this last week, he worked the first half of the day from home and then there was a something happened that he had to come into the office. They needed him there. But if he needed to, he could work from home. Yeah. So that's um, interesting. And it's like you said, some people are prone to be undisciplined, you know? So yeah. I think working from home can be a privilege that some people can be given. Sure. Yeah. And if also the option is available. Also, I think like it depends on the situation. Like mm -hmm. if you're if you know you're going to work from home, I think you're a little more structured. Like, but if it's kind of like thrust on you, like it was with us, like you're kind of like, well, I don't have a desk. <laughs> I don't have a chair to sit in. Like, yeah. I'm just kind of in my house. Some people need the atmosphere, you know, and it's like so for me, it was like. Work life was really hard to delineate because yeah. I would stay on the computer until like eight o'clock at night just having it up. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I, I need to get off. You know, like I'm still working technically. Yeah. And it's like I would get emails that whenever and they'd be like, oh, yeah, can you do this? And you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And you're like, wait, it's it's 730 at night. Like, why am I still working? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think, I think it, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, I think it's also incredibly important to meet the people that you work with in person. I don't think Zoom yeah. or yeah. Skype calls or whatever else you're using mm -hmm. really substitutes for being in someone's presence it's better yeah. than never seeing their face at all yeah. but it definitely does not uh supplement the in-person interaction and the communication yeah. the there's an incredible difference in the communication when you're working from home and then when you're working in the office because if you're in the office it's a lot easier to just turn over mm. go hey man i have a quick question but if you were at home you wouldn't ask him that because yeah. you feel like you're bothering them because yeah. it's a simple thing or you'd have yeah. to call and have them on like because my my two coworkers like worked on the same thing and whenever they would have to have meetings, like mm -hmm. they would do it through Skype. Yeah. And it was like, but whenever they would just need like a question, they'd always have to call the other one. And it was like, you'd have mm -hmm. to have it on your, like your shoulder while you were working on the computer. And it's like, they were like, it was terrible, but they were like, and you when, wouldn't want to walk away from the phone. Cause yeah. And they were like, whenever you're, to when you're working like on something by yourself, they were like, it was fine. But like, whenever you had to bring in other people, they were like, it was awful. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, I have a rule that I don't like to have big conversations over text because I feel like a lot of cadence is lost. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. like, you can't really understand what someone's saying through a message. It's very shallow yeah. communication most of the time. 
mm-hmm. because you have to say something that's completely understood and clearly understood. So you mm-hmm. can't, there's no subtlety to it, really. You can't say emojis give it subtlety because you both have to agree what those emojis mean. Right. I think Zoom kind of clears up that fog a little bit, but not like face to face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zoom or FaceTime <clears throat> or Skype, the different ones. There's so much like body language as well, because if you start to say something, mm-hmm. especially in meetings where you're discussing like, like projects, like they were, it was like, you can tell when somebody gets defensive like mm-hmm. they'll start to like cross their arms and like, you know, so you mm-hmm. have to kind of diffuse the situation. And they were like through Skype, you just kind of said what you said. And then they're like, mm, and you're like, oh, oh crap. Like I should back this off a little bit. Yeah. You know? And it was like, they were like, it's so hard to read the room. I wonder what percentage of communication happens between two people. I wonder what percentage is actual, like I think verbal, body language you know? is a very huge, like it's at least 50 to 60% body language in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, like 70% of what people perceive about what you're saying is body language. Yeah. I think that's what uh, the stat that I saw. It's mm-hmm. been a while that I, plus, since I've looked plus at Plus doing but. video chat is incredible. Like mm-hmm. You've got a section of your brain devoted to like, am I looking at the camera? Am I in frame? Are they looking at me? Yeah. Are, when is my point to yeah. talk? Because I don't see any of the verbal cues of when they're going to stop talking or not talk again you know yeah am i on mute still yeah (laughs) like there's a whole quadrant (laughs) of your brain that has to be devoted to just all this technical like just basically making mini movies like you know and there's a a display of someone's body their body language and there's a mini screen on their face that that emotes too so you have to read that and then there's the The, tonal inflection that they're giving which is lost over text but so if you don't have one of those focus ones you got to find the square that's talking (laughs) So um, it says 70 to 90% of, like, communication is nonverbal. Okay. okay, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would assume, does that include intonation as well, or? I'm not sure what it includes. It's nonverbal. Yeah, nonverbal. It's just nonverbal. Yeah, like so body language. Or... Body language and, and nonverbal cues, so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. back to the pandemic. Yeah. Did, it, did it infect <laughs> any... Infect. <laughs> Infected yes. I think guys, this is yeah. a very important part of the pandemic. <laughs> us struggling with the digital age and not being around people. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Le- it's related, but what were you going to ask? Uh, did it affect you guys any negative in any negative way? You didn't lose your jobs. You didn't take a For decrease me, yeah. in pay. I was, I was more like Ray. I'm already a guy who doesn't go out, and I didn't lose my job. I got to only work from home for about three months, but... <laughs> Otherwise, the the biggest disrupt was the actual natural disasters that happened. It wasn't the pandemic itself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I'm a very uh, extroverted. I rely on uh, being around a lot of people a lot and being in public and interacting with groups of friends and things like that. So it affected me pretty big. I noticed I was actually dealing with a lot of um, like just gloomy gloominess like depression i guess is yeah. <laughs> i'm trying to yeah. say that without saying it but i think a lot uh, of people got uh anxiety or yeah. just realize that they had anxiety you know I, the, the one major inter, inter, uh, interrupt for what mm-hmm. i wanted to do and then the pandemic happened was travel mm-hmm. yeah like any kind of travel to anywhere was just absolutely non-existent at that point because even if you could go there was nothing to do once you get there because there were so many rules around you have yeah. to yep. you have to quarantine for a week before you can stay in the hotel and then when you go to the hotel none of the restaurants are open because they don't want people close together or that kind of yeah. stuff yeah i don't know it was so. more like the 
So the day to day, like it, going to church with uh, everybody and then, you know, wanting to go out to eat afterwards was a normal occurrence, yeah. you know, and then, you know, when the pandemic got serious in our area, then we started having like parking lot church where everybody stayed in their cars and a few people who were like tested and made sure like they were okay. They weren't sick. We're um, actually up there doing the service, like music and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then afterwards, everybody just went home, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. there was no like interaction. You usually waved at everybody like, Hey, see you next time we're here. You, know, you could call them on the phone, but you know, yeah. it's much less likely for you to communicate with someone if you're not seeing them on a regular if basis. If you have to yeah. spend energy to reach out, like do an extra, like there's an extra barrier to that. A lot of people don't want to spend that barrier, <laughs> like yeah. spend that energy to cross it because a lot yeah. of hanging out is the effortlessness of being in someone else's presence. Right. Like the energy that you spend for that really just makes people like is a huge barrier for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And like, no, I, I need to say this because like, I did spend a lot more time with my wife and my kids and that was very important <clears throat> and it definitely, I feel like made us closer. Mm. Like, we learned more how to interact with one another on a daily basis, just in the house and we bonded over that. Well, I guess my daughter wasn't born yet for <laughs> most of it, but um. Yeah, it we got a lot closer. We spent a lot more time together. We enjoyed each other a lot more. But my son also is a lot like me <laughs> and needs to be outside and needs to go see people. <laughs> and so it was really difficult for him because he was like, oh, let's go see. Well, like Cameron's daughter and my son are close, you know, fairly close friends. Apart, yeah. yeah, they're three months apart. So it was uh, like, let's go like see. a marriage in the future. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the joining of the families. Yeah. <laughs> If it happens, it happens. It's a long way down the road. but uh, It's shorter than you think. At least 27 years. <laughs> At least 27. <laughs> Maybe when he's 40, we'll allow him to do yeah. it. I'm just, I'm just focusing on trying to keep my son from being like I was when I was young. So <laughs> <laughs> Try to learn from my mistakes. Try to know? learn, yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Anyway, no, but he would be like, I want to go see Claire. And he's like, like buddy, we can't. We can't get together with them right now, you know? Yeah. So. So was it hard for him to understand it? It like, was hard for him to understand, like, why? Like, we're not doing anything. We've just been hanging out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we had to tell him, you know, like, well, she's, you know, her family's sick. Her, you know, we can't go see her. We can't go, like, to the park because the parks were closed to hang out. Yeah, that was know? one of the hard things at my house was, like, I wanted to get my daughter out and doing stuff and i just i couldn't because there's nothing to do nowhere to go no no one to see yeah um, and that was a rough a rough traffic was a breeze though man that was. was a rough yeah. traffic was a breeze. it was yeah i just realized that i said your daughter's name on the recording Oops. i didn't, didn't know if i wanted to yeah my son's <laughs> name is evan i didn't want to disclose personal information Mutual but. destruction yeah there. Just destroy each other's sorry no, it's all right. ray what's your daughter's name yeah i don't have one <laughs> <laughs> you have a dog I you have a fur baby I have a, yeah <laughs> a very old fur baby i don't think anybody yeah. would be able to target her <laughs> <laughs> better not anyway <laughs> <laughs> the pandemic was good to me and my family actually because i kept my job when i was working with you and i actually got another job uh with better pay so i got a pay increase 
Yeah. We ended up buying a house in the process of it. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't directly linked to the pandemic, but it was it was in the same era. Yeah. Got my wife a car, a new car. Which I mean, everything everything is going good. Yeah. Until and then the hurricane. Yeah, that leads <laughs> yeah. us into our next uh, yeah. the next portion is the hurricane. So we got hit by what was it the lar- the strongest. Storm to hit mainland U.S. in 150 years yeah. in Hurricane Laura, right through our hometown, baby. right straight up through Lake Charles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and you and know, someone stayed through it. Someone did. Someone did stay through the hurricane. What um, an idiot. I know. I know. <laughs> what, a, what an idiot that guy was. That guy was me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Nathan, did you stay through it? I almost. I was literally 30 seconds from staying. Okay. Like my parents were going to leave and I was like, you know what? You know, my, my, my whole office is heading out. I might as well head out too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had left. I wasn't sure though. Yeah. yeah one of our uh, mutual friends uh, was, I was talking to him the day of like the storm was coming through and he was like, yeah, I'm staying. And then a couple hours later, he's like, yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> got pretty big. His, uh, his wife was like crying called him on the phone crying she's like i just feel like you're gonna die and i'm not even gonna know i'm not gonna be able to get in touch yeah. with you you know and it's like yeah he was like all right fine yeah, remember that couple from our <gasps> church i got like barricaded in their house by trees and their granddaughter came and <laughs> chopped all the trees out no who was that I didn't, yeah i didn't hear about Can that i say i mean yeah no, no well i mean no yeah. never mind yeah at, at a later date <laughs> uh, off, off air yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll know. it's the lady who takes a role at the church oh, oh yeah okay. Wow. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Now, so, crazy. so you having a house during the hurricane made you like super nervous. Oh man, nervous. I was on edge. Yeah, we went to um, Bernie, Texas and stayed over there with the family. And I, I was just on edge the whole time. I was trying to get a hold of anybody right after the hurricane hit to see if they could check on my house. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was on my way back the day after the hurricane, me and my brother and my wife flew to California with my daughter and then me and my brother came back. Mm-hmm. Someone called me and said, "Oh, the house is fine. There's a lot of debris and trees around it, but I mean, we lost some shingles. <clears throat> some of the boards underneath um, opened up, so the roof was leaking. But other than that, it was fine. That's very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Very fortunate. Yeah, a lot of people didn't have that. Look. I mean, I, I remember driving around like a couple of weeks after the storm, and there was literally there was two story houses that the entire second floor was gone. Yeah, yeah. It was like those movies where you, you it's the joke where like the the second house disappears and the person's in the bathtub. Yeah, like there was no person in the bathtub. You just no. saw the whole thing. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> hopefully there was no one in there. I'm thinking of Cleveland Family Guy when they take yeah. off the yeah. side of his house. No, 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 no. no. I gotta stop my yeah. shenanigans. Oh, no, I gotta <laughs> stop taking my bath during Peter's shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> there was a tr- there was a big, 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 big tree in my neighbor's uh, in my neighbor's backyard that fell in through our backyard and crushed like half of my um, the shed in the backyard. Yeah, that was scary. How big was it? <laughs> it was a big, 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 big. How big, many big, bigs is that? How many bigs? That's like seven bigs. Yeah, That's like seven like big sized tree. That's a tree. lot of bigs. Yeah, I know. It's a, a really big tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you guys do, Nathan, for the storm? Uh, we went to Baton Rouge. My uh, my aunt and uncle had a condo over there, so we stayed there for a little bit. Um, we lucked out pretty much on the house as well. We lost a few shingles, but that was. And some chimney. We lost the toppers to our chimney we had to replace, but that was about it. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of those got flung around like Charles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, we actually found when the second hurricane hit that there was damage from the first hurricane that we didn't see, like windows and more of the roof and leak spots. Yeah, what was it, like a month later? A month and a half later? Yeah, it was almost two months. Because I remember Ashley had just gotten back. It just flown back into town, and then like a yeah, couple like, days later, we got, the, we got the other warning. Hurricane Delta hit. Yeah. So back to back hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think I think most of us like we survived pretty well, though. I mean, yeah. house wise, house wise, probably. Yeah. Like, what mean, about y'all? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, we had a couple of shingles. I think one of our walls is leaking a little bit, so we're mm-hmm. trying to deal with that. The shop in the back is completely gone. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, driving by there. And yeah, and uh, there was a tree through it. Yeah, and the the fence around the pool is gone, but that doesn't that doesn't take much. But the pool's still <laughs> there, right? The pool's still there. It's yeah. green. It's <laughs> it's always green. <laughs> it's <always> green. <laughs> green in summertime, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what about the, you, Gary? Well, so I stayed, of course. Um, my <laughs> So we had just had our daughter, my wife and I, she was 10 days old when the storm was coming through and they, Laura or Delta, Laura, the first one. So we had our little girl and uh, my wife's mother was in town helping with her because I still had to work and all that, you know, so uh, just helping her with recovery and taking care of the kids. And uh, then this hurricane's coming through. So they were like, let's just go. So, um, I said, I really, I really think that y'all should go, but my parents and my brother aren't leaving and I don't feel comfortable leaving them here because my dad has, he's, he's never going to say it to anybody really, but he's got, he should be disabled. Honestly, his foot got crushed at work. He don't act like it at all. He don't at all. He (laughs) tries to do everything because he's, you know, he's like the man's man. He's going to do whatever. And, um, he grows hair out of his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his muscles have muscles. No. Uh, <laughs> but I just didn't want him to have to deal with the aftermath of the hurricane by himself or with my younger brother who was still in high school. Not that he's incapable of helping, but, you know, I just wanted to he's be here to pole. help. He's, <laughs> he's rather skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, but so am I. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, my wife and kids went with my mother-in-law to South Carolina where her parents are from where my wife grew up and they stayed there um for it turned out to be like three months because it took so long for the recovery for the hurricane then the second one came they were actually thinking about coming back just like your wife and daughter the right before the second one hit and i was like i just don't have a good feeling about this one i think you guys should just stay there for a little bit longer it turns out second hurricane ended up hitting us too so um but our house our house did okay um, we live in a mobile home and, um, we rent. So <laughs> there was a porch, like a big wooden deck, probably like 10 foot by 10 foot wooden deck. And it had a roof over it. And then it, the carport was attached to it. So the roof of the deck got ripped off. The deck <laughs> itself, uh, collapsed and the, the, on the carport, actually lifted up in the air vertically was standing straight up and down landed directly on my wife's van that was under it (laughs) put a massive crease straight across the car so both of the sliding doors wouldn't work you guys got gap (laughs) we got a new van (laughs) 
Did you want to bring that one up? No, we, yeah. I don't want to talk about okay. that new van. That's a whole other <laughs> debacle. All right, how about this? You got all you guys evacuated, right? Yes. What was the drive like back to your house? Uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like pulling up to Lake Charles, getting to your house. What was that like? The the weirdest part was the street right before you got to my mm-hmm. house because there's a lot of trees on either side of it. Yeah. Um. So like getting through the towns around it, you know, there was there was the roads were way clearer than I thought they were going to be with as many trees that fell down. Like I didn't have any problems, but on the street that we were coming down, we had like pines that were just low enough. You couldn't pull an 18 wheeler or anything through there, but you could get a car and maybe a lower truck through. They were across the road. They were across the road, not on the ground, but you had to drive under them. It's like, you know, if you've ever seen like someone like climb, like if they're doing caving or anything like that, and they've got that little, you got to crouch down to Mm -hmm. get through the, whatever opening they're getting through. That would be me in a cave period. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it felt like going, going down that road. They had little, there's some people who made it there before us, had a little sign up and said, welcome back, like tapped up to these trees and everything that you're coming through. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was like, it was clear all the way to my house, which was surprising because the hurricane way back when we had, that was not the case and it wasn't as bad as this one. Rita. Yeah. And there were, there were trees all over the road, but people just worked so quickly on this one. Like I've never seen them. How long was it before? How long was it before you guys came back? I think it was maybe three days that we waited. I think we waited about three days. Um, We came back to check on the house and then we went back to to where we were staying. But when we came back to check, it was easy to get there. Not a lot in the way. And I mean, we even though we have trees in the backyard, only one of our trees fell down. So for me, it was like complete, almost completely uneventful, except for the fact that you fact that you don't have power here. Yeah, yeah, the power thing was rough. Yeah. What about you, Ray? Uh, So we went to Georgia for the first one to meet my sister and yeah. we stayed there for like a week and my mom wanted to come back like the next day. She was like, Oh, <laughs> you know, we got to go see the house. And I was like, mom, I was like, there's no point. I was like, first off, if it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, it, you know, it just, it, it is what it is. And she was like, all right. So we stayed for a week and then we came back and there was really no, I mean, no fuss about getting back in, but I mean, it was a week after the storm hit. So yeah, yeah, and like you said, they were working quick to get everything out of the way. Like, I mean, communities yeah, themselves were, like, the town. cutting yeah, it, it up and, like, putting it to the side. So mm. it was like, I mean, to see that was really nice. I saw some pretty dangerous tree cutting going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Dude, I saw it in person. That was Some dude, some <laughs> dude like, some hanging onto a tree that he's cutting and one foot on the ladder, you know, mm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got back. Yeah, we do live in the south. <laughs> I was gonna say there was a lot of rednecks with chainsaws running around yeah. doing yourself. Dude, I saw a guy. I saw a guy who wasn't with the city working on a tree on a power line, and we were all like, "Man, that needs to go." But I don't think you should be the one doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think you're qualified to handle that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we got back not the day after, but the day after that, we drove into town. So two uh, days. <laughs> yeah, two days. Uh, uh, the freeways were all clear by then, and a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the streets were. My street wasn't. Uh, I got off of Enterprise over there, and I was going down the street, and I couldn't get no farther than like maybe a quarter of a mile down. Yeah, and uh, so I had to just I was finding side streets here and there, and going over people's lawns. I went through an apartment complex. <laughs> I just <laughs> I drove that Jeep. 
um, not like a off road jeep. It was just a, yeah, <laughs> like a any jeep is an off road jeep. Yeah. <laughs> in town jeep. But yeah, it, did, I don't it know. handled it pretty good. Have you ever seen a Jeep Liberty? Those things do not <laughs> handle off road well. <laughs> that sounds like the opposite of what that name implies. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's an yeah. oxymoron of a car. <laughs> uh, I uh, I pulled up. I almost got to my house, but I parked like a couple houses down, and I walked up, and it was. I mean, it, was, it looked awful i mean there's debris everywhere the backyard was just totally smashed the house i mean the uh, shingles were gone some of the shingles yeah. branches everywhere and me and my brother stayed there for a couple of days no power and everything the generator yeah i picked up a generator on the way home off of uh let go yeah for like 400 bucks <laughs> if let go wants to sponsor us by the way we are okay <laughs> with that <laughs> we, we went to home depot and got two window units and so before long, my brother had went back to his house. Uh, so I was there and I had the window unit blowing on me overnight and said goodnight to my wife and went to bed. And I woke up like at four in the morning in a panic and I was like, because <gasps> the generator had went out. And so it was just me laying in that hot Louisiana summer. Oh, <laughs> oh man. God, that was the was one. Horrible. At least it wasn't the middle of the day. Yeah, I almost drowned in my pillow. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the yeah. one thing when we came back. Um, and started really working on the house is how we had to arrange the whole sleeping situation. Like we took all of the recliners and every chair that we had with cushion in it and had a huge like shop fan that we had it hooked up to the generator. Yeah, little window yeah. Going. yeah. It was right in front of the little window unit that we had. Yeah. And then we, it, we all faced our chairs toward that shop fan and that's how we slept for the night. Yeah, man. So yeah, I remember, sorry. Uh, no good. Whenever, I was driving by your house. Yeah. I saw like <laughs> that big tree that they had just leaning like, and we kept driving underneath it. And I'm like, this is real dumb. Yeah. Like, we just keep driving <laughs> by <laughs> this like over it and was, over again. <laughs> it was one of those big, 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 big trees that we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Big, big, big. <laughs> was that six <laughs> bigs or seven bigs? It was a few. It, maybe not as big, but yeah, it was six. Oh, okay. Not as many bigs, but it was <laughs> five bigger. <laughs> But it, it was across the road and there was two branches that were <laughs> stuck into the road Ooh. that were holding it up with the power lines it was leaning on. Yeah. And we had to drive under it. And I think one of us, there was somebody put a sign on it and it was said, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only way in that we could get to check on my trailer. Mm-hmm. So my parents live in a city that's like right next to the city that I live in. And, um, we were staying there and there was we, there was literally not a single road that there wasn't a tree across in yeah. Westlake where my parents lived. And it was two days before we could even get to Moss Bluff to check on oh, wow. my trailer. <laughs> so, and we had to go under that tree. Yeah. <laughs> so, we had a very but, similar tree going down our road. Like, yeah. not, that's the one I told you the welcome back sign was yeah. nailed to. Be- that was because we thing. live on the same road, man. I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget. <laughs> dude, we live off the same dude, road. Dude, I'm so used to you living like at least South 10 minutes out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, going through the storm was a wild experience. Man, my parents had a big, 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 big tree in their yard, too. I lost count. That was like eight or nine. It was between them and their neighbor's house, and that thing had fallen towards their house, and the top of the tree literally scraped the front door. Yeah. down. Jeez. It was crazy. Smashed their little So my parents, my parents' house, they had 11 of trees from their yard that were down in their yard 
And then they had like four, I think four or five from other people's yards that were in their yard. Mm-hmm. So literally, so my parents live on an acre of property. Mm-hmm. The house is like centrally located in the property. And then my dad has a two car garage in the back. <laughs> so from the front of the house, everything back to the back of their property, half of the acre was nothing but trees down. Mm-hmm. There was a, one of those big, probably like five bigs trees uh, <laughs> that was uh, maybe five feet from the back of their house. You've been to my parents' house. That big one that was right next to the house. Yeah. It fell and took off the corner of the roof of the house. It could have fallen directly across the house. We would probably all be dead, yeah. but it yeah. didn't. Thank Jeez. the Lord. Oh, you guys were in there. That's right. We were in there. Ooh. Yeah. Never knew that happened. What until does it sound after. like when that tree falls and hits the ground? So between the wind that was very loud, the shingles coming off of the shop hitting the house because it was just going from that slaps. direction, yeah. it sounded like the roof was going to rip off the house at any second Yeesh. for a few hours. So that was wild. Yeah, um, that's scary. My parents have a French door at the back of their house and it opens inward. So I had one door. My dad had the other door. We were leaning up against it with all of our strength for three hours during the (laughs) middle of the night, holding them closed. And it was still moving us. That's how strong the wind was. My brother had the front door. (laughs) So that was wild. I heard, I heard someone describe it as a freight train trying to go through your house. Yes, absolutely. I would agree with that. 100%. It was wild, man. And it would let up for a few seconds. So we would kind of, you know, relax for a second and just be like, Oh man, maybe we're getting a break. And then it would try to open the door with us and Nope, never mind. And just lean back against it. And we were all just sitting there and like, we're never doing this again ever. Which, you know, we'll see next time because <laughs> it was You'll the forget. strongest storm in 150 years. So that's going to be the cop out that my dad probably uses. Yeah. But <laughs> you'll, you'll forget. You'll be like, oh, no, it wasn't that bad last time. Remember, we were we were there. Yeah. Well, I remember no. when I left. That was one of the reasons I left is because it picked up at the last second before yeah. it hit. Yeah. And, and one like, of the things that I hate was that it was labeled as a category four. But it definitely made landfall as a category five oh, because yeah, all sure. the wind readers were broken. There's a wind reader at Chenault Airport, which is in South Lake Charles, that was rated up to above 200 miles an hour, and it snapped off. (laughs) Yeah. I heard that uh, the reason it didn't get labeled as a Category 5 is because your boy John Bell Edwards knows that if you label it as a Category 5, you don't have to pay... Uh, deductibles to your insurance now see that's getting into a lot of political stuff we didn't want to get into well, there well, you go i'm Anyways, not gonna say everyone hit up john bell edwards about that one <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're gonna let it I'd sit there let's not I talk about the want, governor yeah. but as a blanket experience dealing with insurance was awful because yeah. a lot oh of people God. oh we're, yeah we're still fighting covering I mean, the deductible the deductible is more than the cost of the house sometimes yeah. before yep. you could actually pay for the damage to the Dude, house there's so many people that are still fighting it's over a year yeah. Uh, well, not quite a year. Oh, I'm still it's fighting almost for a year yeah, still, later and still fighting for insurance yeah, from the I, hurricane. Somebody at work was telling me how five like more some, natural disasters he can't then. do anything with his garage that's been blown over because of insurance and everything. But now he's got a family of rats that's taken up living in there. Yeah. And he's been trying to figure out how to get them out. <laughs> so like we rent our trailer and we had renter's insurance and literally the amount that they depreciated everything to that they were saying the damages that we had caused mm. was maybe five, $600 less than our deductible. And our Jeez. deductible was very high. So they didn't yeah, give us anything. Yeah. They learned so that was the one bad thing, really bad thing about Katrina and Rita is that all the insurance companies learned how they could 
not pay people. Yeah. Insurance well, slimy. I don't know that that's when they learned it. Uh, it was a big up they for them. They, they learned a lot that time around because <laughs> they yeah. had to pay. Out. I remember they had to pay out for Rita. We got some, we yeah. got some actual coverage then. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Did you tarp but, any roofs with the church? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I did a lot of, so, I mean the day of the storm. So the storm came through in the middle of the night. Um, my, me and my dad and my brother were actually outside at like midnight when the storm was coming through and when the shingles were coming around the house and hitting us on the front porch, we we're like, we'd probably go yeah. inside now. <laughs> we we're watched, probably going to get a nail or something. Speaking of the trees falling, we watched two trees fall. Mm-hmm. One in my, our neighbor, their neighbor's yard that snapped in half. It was probably did, like six bigs like of a tree. Because and of the wind or was it just a huge no, just slap? It, it was a big slap. Like it was, mm. it broke halfway up. Did it sound like a thunderclap? Like when it, yes, hit? Did, when it was breaking, we could hear it breaking. Yeah. And the wind was like howling around the house and all that. And we could hear it start cracking. It's like, like really loud. It's really <laughs> popping really, really loud. And then it started going and it got louder and louder. And then it was like this big <laughs> when it hit the ground. Oh, because all so the leaves and everything that come the down. Branches yeah. hitting and uh, it so was were, wild. When you were in the house, did you hear it as well? Like, was we it heard a as couple loud or not? It, I mean, because it's a brick house. Yeah, like it I mean, it's kind of deadened some of the sound. But we heard some. We were like, "That's probably another tree going right there." But I then did. we saw across the street, uh, there was a pine tree that broke halfway up and fell on someone's house. Watched <laughs> it happen. Mm. Like, well, that's. <laughs> that I sucks. hope no one's in there. So. How did how did you guys do during the snowstorm? Oh yeah, so the I got a week off of work. That was cool. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think I might have still been working from home. From oh, there's a drawback to I working know. from home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were still kind of like, eh, you know, I actually fell down like three times in that snowstorm. <laughs> And I hurt myself all three times. <laughs> I cannot walk on like frozen. Yeah. I've figured yeah. it out. I'm not good at frozen Just stuff. Just put a couple nails in the bottom of your shoe. You'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Like we went, we went for a walk to see like what happened. And I was standing on the top of my stairs and my foot slipped. And my mom was like, you know, when you like see the guy fall down the stairs yeah. in like a cartoon and he's like, uh, uh. she was like, you looked like that. She was like, it was so funny. I wanted to laugh at you. And she was like, but then I knew you were in pain. Thanks a lot, mom. I was like, thanks. You just kind of looked at me while I fell down the steps. So I was like, appreciate it. To be fair, though, could she have really done anything? Oh, no, she could than, do. No. All right behind you. Yeah, no. I was like, don't, don't fall by yourself. Like I, that's, that's not what we're getting at here, yeah. but yeah. yeah. And then I was walking my dog and she decided she wanted to pull me. And I had my foot <laughs> on the ground and it was like, Phew. I was like, yeah. Oh crap. Like, this is going <laughs> to hurt. Yeah. I yeah. was, I was just happy that we don't live up North because I have a long winding driveway <laughs> and trying to dig all that out so oh, that I can get gosh, out was, yeah. Dude, I was, that's the most tired I've ever been. Like, yeah. it's as it just constantly, my shoulders were hurt and everything else. Yeah. But the upside was, is it looked beautiful. I was going to oh, say yeah, that yeah. morning coming out of the house. Oh it was, it was absolutely like perfect, fluffy snow yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it was just like so was, beautiful. The roof was yours fluffy? So cool. Mine was a little fluffy. Mm-hmm. You see, see, like, that was my thing is like, is all snow like, it's hard. Hard like yeah. this? 
Because it's like oh no no like after after the first couple of hours when the the first layer started to melt it like mm-hmm. and it seeped down everything just turned to ice yeah, yeah. but like that was like the my... first the first rising of the morning like when you first got up and the sun was getting up it was just snow everywhere and because the hurricane came through and snapped all those trees like twigs you could see everything you yeah. couldn't see before yeah. yeah so you saw all these new houses and they all had the snow on the top. It looked good. On right? top of their blue tarps. That was the best part. Those were the ones that slid off first. Blue tarp because they were covered in snow. That's Man, true. I saw some rooftops that were collapsed because of the snow, too. Yeah. A whole oh, bunch yeah. of car wrecks we on the actually, way to my parents' house. I mean, yeah. we had a water pipe bust underneath our trailer yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. We had the same. We had a problem where we have these corners in our roof where, like, it's fine for rain, but with snow, they'd all piled up. Mm-hmm. And when it started to melt, it put like a little hole in the roof and it just yeah. melted into our walls. That's what happened <laughs> in my daughter's room. It was already wet from the hurricane. And then after the snowstorm, the water was just sitting on there. So it got underneath the tarp and it started to bubble. Yeah. And then, and then, and then we had the flood. And then the flood came <laughs> and those rains just tore through the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. So then, had the, your whole house had what a foot of water in it. Uh, yeah, just just under. It was somewhere between ten and fourteen inches, oh based God. on the water lines. No, yeah. Not much. In the middle just of the street, bit. in the middle of the street, walking up to the house, it was uh, up above my belly button. You, you could go swimming in that. You and live. You're near, like six foot tall, so yeah. not, it was deep. Yeah, near Magnese, like yeah, off of sort Magnese, of kind of yeah. yeah. South yeah, that's there. a terrible layer. Yeah, pinned was, down exactly where I, it my lived. neighbors, yeah. my neighbors have been there for one's been there yeah, for I'm forty years, one's to. been one's been there for sixty years, and I talked to the one who's been there for sixty years. He's like, I've been here all my life, and never flooded like that. Is like, never, water's never gotten that high. Not a person on this block has uh, flood insurance. Man, man, that's always fun. Yeah, me included. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. part You're of still, the problem was the are drainage, you in a, though. Are you in a flood zone or no? I'm in flood zone X, which is like a zero point two percent. I don't ever believe that. that. Every house that I've <laughs> yeah. ever looked at in in the entire area from all the towns around here, they all say flood zone X, and they're all liars. <laughs> My boss bought one yeah. one of his house in flood zone X, and half of his yard floods every time it rains. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, flood zone X, you're not required to get. Uh, flood insurance. Yeah. No, one, no, no one except for one guy on my block has flood insurance, and you can tell. <laughs> dude, this dude went it's through a long. remodel. This dude like got through remodel stages right after, right after Laura. Like he was on it. Boom, 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 boom. Almost done with his roof. Delta hit. Like everything got destroyed again. So he was rebuilding his house again. Boom, boom, boom. He's been done for like a couple of weeks. The flood hit, and then lo and behold, he's going through construction on his house Man, again. He's blown through so many deductibles. They oh, should be paying yeah. for everything yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure just to knock his house down yeah. and then rebuild it from <laughs> yeah, scratch. Poor, They're just like, you know what? It's <laughs> cheaper. The house right? next door to mine has been abandoned since Laura. I saw the guy there yeah. once after the hurricane, and then after that, it's just been There's dilapidating. Part, that's always a problem yeah. after disasters like this is people, they can't afford anything on the house. They can't mm-hmm. afford to sell it. They can't afford to destroy it, and they can't afford to rebuild it, so yeah. they just leave yeah. it there. Just I saw it. Uh, there was a statistic about how many people left, like, Louisiana during, like, last year. So 2020 was, like, the highest. We were the highest moved out of state. And it was like, oh, yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> like, just the, we've literally had so many two hurricanes disasters a like freeze and then a flood yeah it's like have you, you can't have you ever been on the interior like um like further up in texas or any other place like closer to the interior of the united states and just thought to yourself there's no tornadoes around here mm-hmm. no hurricanes hardly any floods like 
natural disasters just don't happen here. Like they have bad There's weather. No people. So like Arkansas. Yeah, like yeah, but you'd have to live in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, it's, it's weird to think because you know in England, you know, there's that saying that uh, I can't Sorry. remember. Like, Sorry, everyone who's from Arkansas. <laughs> I, I can't remember what the, the the saying is, but like they have all these buildings that have been there for hundreds of years, right? Yeah, that can't happen in oh, Louisiana. No, because no. of all the natural disasters no. we go through, at least like, in southern Louisiana, maybe the northern part, but well, southern what, Louisiana. like our. Our downtown area has been there for a while, but it's like well, it's everything's remodeled and everything's yeah. been rebuilt. Yeah. That's and what I was like, about to say. Yeah. If a house has been there a hundred years, is the max. Like yeah. it's maybe sixty or forty years, <laughs> but it's been rebuilt and remodeled, redone yeah. a bunch of times. Mm. Which I heard a weird thing that they were they're trying to make if you're below sea level, they're trying to make you have to like rebuild your foundation to to a. Like, like accommodate the flood in, in Louisiana now. <coughs> so we would all be living on stilts. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I just don't understand how that's, like, possible slash legal. Like, but, I mean, I guess it's the yeah. insurance company, so. Who cares? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. the biggest rackets in America, insurance companies. They're important, but they also can and sometimes take advantage of people. A lot of times, actually, but you know, they're I, still important to have. I mean, I just hate that you pay in for so long, and then when you need to get it back, it's kind of like, um, well, it's for like car I've been for vehicle back. I mean, insurance, vehicle insurance, I've had good experiences. Anything outside of that, from healthcare to for home ownership, anything else has been an absolute nightmare. I have a bad taste in my mouth for insurance companies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think a lot of people they have to make money and they do provide a service yeah but if you look at all the money that you pay into these guys they always make sure that you're paying in more during your lifetime than they ever have to pay you even in definitely in the event of a natural disaster happening to your house there's a reason that they're so popular and they're so big corporations and they have so many commercials Mm -hmm. they pay for those commercials with the tears of people who don't get their insurance worth mm. and what's bad Mm. is like they go up in areas like so your area gets hit by an, like a hurricane and it's like you get the increase. And it's like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I see where like, you know, it's like you have to pay out as much. But it's like I also just went through a hurricane. Yeah. Like, why yeah, are we going we, up right now? We got yeah. the increase and none of the coverage. Though, yeah. This last time around. That's like, the bad well, thing. Well, you live in a hurricane area, so your deductible is almost mm-hmm. the cost of your house. But also you're going to have to pay more to insure yourself for the future when we don't pay you out. And again. not only that, they don't take into account inflation of material after all that. Because once everyone sees that, or once suppliers see that everyone's buying material, they're going to up their prices. Yeah, lumber is a huge thing right now. Everyone I know. The electrician well, we different. just talked to for our house, he was well, saying I mean, that uh, oh. wire that they would usually pay like $60, $70 a roll right now is like 280 Even that, in refrigeration, like a drum of uh, 410A used and to be like 200 people, bucks, and now it's like 800 People out of state would buy these up on purpose, all these materials up on purpose, so they could jack up the price, which is why we had that huge dip in lumber about it two weeks ago, mm-hmm. well, because nobody could sell the lumber anymore because <laughs> we weren't we stopped buying it. And so yeah. the price went down, so all these people were stockpiling lumber they had to get rid of. A lot of the material costs going up and stuff has to do with uh, the amount of money that has been pumped into the economy by the government. We're oh, not going to yeah. go there, yeah. but I mean, yeah. that a, has a lot to do that's with That's all it. your stimulus checks at work, people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe we are going to go there. <laughs> no, let's let's stay I away told from it. I told people that this stimulus idea was a bad idea. Oh, I understand that people need it, but I just think long term it's we a bad. I don't know. I don't know economics yeah. too well, so I don't know why it's a bad idea. I just have this feeling in my gut, like oh. like my daughter's probably going to be paying forty dollars for a gallon of milk when she's my age. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. No, it's, let's. We'll, we'll it's good for the people who need it. Yeah. It's not great for the people who don't need it that still get it. And I am one of those people, so, but, you know. I'm one of the people that needed it. I mean, I, it's like one of those, it's another necessary evil, I guess. But I don't, I don't even know how much it was necessary. We'll yeah. just we'll just stop this conversation. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. government Let's, is perfect, even if they are well-intentioned. And right. that's, yeah. you. it's hard to say that any government is well-intentioned, to be honest. Yeah. Even with yeah. all the shortcomings, <laughs> I still firmly believe that this country is the greatest country on planet Earth right now. Amen. Because we have certain freedoms. We, we have enough freedom that we can discuss these kind of things, right? Did you so. know Canada doesn't even have freedom of speech? Like, they, they exercise a wide degree of freedom of speech, but there's no guarantee in any of their any laws. Of their legal. Yeah. Well, see? See what I'm saying? Yeah, but let's not, <laughs> let's not certain, argue. Certain let's pronouns not argue that you freedoms. have to say or cannot let's, say. Let's not argue yeah. freedoms when most of the first world has a lot of freedom oh, right now. Right. Like, I mean, we don't need to argue if we have more. I just love America in, yeah. in stop. You know, just like if somebody who lives in Cambodia freaking loves it there, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we could argue why he shouldn't, but they love it. So, right. Well, let's leave that at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we discussed that, though. Um. So what? So let's see. What else did we not cover? Uh, we, I'm sure we there's did something. Pandemic, hurricanes, floods, pandemic, hurricanes, situation. Floods, freeze, I feel like the one thing I didn't get companies. to say, I kind of talked about it, but I just, the amount of trees that did fall over, like it was yeah. like watching matchsticks all over the ground. I'm sure you know the park I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They had to rebuild the whole park. Is it Ponderosa and, and Wesley? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I wasn't going to say the name, but yeah. yeah. Well, we <laughs> We've yeah. dropped a lot of information. Like that so. thing used to have a lot of pine trees in it's it. And called it's called Pine de Rosa. Yeah. For a and reason. it's completely clear now. now there are, yeah. there's like maybe, I, I don't know, 15 pine trees left in it. Or we have actual, <laughs> some, some actual um, lumber farms and stuff around here for pine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you drive past those, like they, it's, it's almost like just, you could walk through a forest there. It's not even like stacked up next to each other. Or the fact that you can see trailer parks that you didn't <laughs> even know existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like all yeah. the interstate, you can see like <laughs> houses, and you're like, "Wait, those were there?" Yeah, yeah like <laughs> those have been people there? live there. Yeah, like I just thought that was a forest area. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a little, there's another section. Westlake had a lot of trees that fell, a lot. You know, like when Sad. I said that there wasn't a single road that didn't have a tree across it, I meant it, and it was at least one or two trees on every road. Mm-hmm. Like there was literally when we were trying to get to Moss Bluff to check on our trailer, me and my dad. We would turn down a street and be like, oh, no, there's a tree. Can't go this way. Turn back around and go down the next street. Nope. There's another tree across the road. Can't get this way. We couldn't even get out of the driveway for a day and a half. Wow. Because there was so many trees and power lines down everywhere. One of the things that struck me when I moved to Louisiana, I was driving in and I just like, I didn't realize all the trees and greenery that was on the side of the freeway and everything. And it still strikes me to this day. But it was sad driving back after the hurricane because I was expecting to see that lush greenery on the side. Yeah. Like after that Ben Venu <laughs> sign, whatever, coming <laughs> in from Texas. And it was like, it was just all stripped down. Yeah. It, was, it was giving me this sullen feeling. I, I also want to stress, though, when we say 
like people went to work quick. This is, oh man, it was insane. And it wasn't just like, I mean, there was a lot of community going on that I hadn't experienced. We haven't experienced in a right. long that time was, here. That was the best but, thing like to yeah. see is like, <laughs> it was funny. We, we joke about it, but it's like, COVID wasn't a thing after the hurricane. Yeah, that was something like, yeah, that was it literally like no one cared because no they one, were. I everybody mean, it, was just trying to fix yeah, their like, house and yeah. help and their neighbors. I mean, and, not to get political, but it's like we didn't. Well, we, we didn't care what color yeah. you were. We were no, lucky because right. like, everybody expected a huge spike after we all came back. Because there's no way that you can keep six feet apart when you're trying yeah. to cut down trees and do yeah. all this yard work, right? Yeah. So everybody expected a huge spike, and in fact, we we leveled out. We didn't. Nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. a major spike like there was expected. Yeah. All the talk that was going on politically in the news and social media and everything was just starting to get annoying because everyone yeah. was talking about mass, no mass numbers of people and we're dead, out here sweating our balls yeah, off. it was it was hilarious <laughs> though because like none of the news covered like us yeah no, like yeah. everything we got stopped. three days of coverage we, yeah that was like election year right that was yeah 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 but it was yeah. like i mean our communities helped each other out like so much i remember the church posting videos like yeah yeah oh, the church of, that needs to be brought up you know it's like sure. just mm-hmm. that was just of was, helping the community and mm-hmm. not i mean it didn't matter so, I mean, what race you were, it didn't matter what, like, no. where you came from. If you needed help, you were getting help. Like, you were getting help. And yeah. it's like, but they didn't want to show that. At least and if, if we that, knew about it, you know, yeah. if everybody knew that you needed help, then you were getting help. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give a shout out to the utility companies. There's not a lot you can usually say that's great about them, but <laughs> the way that they jumped into action and how coordinated yeah. they were not even, after yeah. the storm was insane. Not yeah. even linemen from Lake Charles. Linemen were coming in from out of state yeah. to like yep. come and rebuild our system. And, and was, they were all, was it cool. was all like, there was no confusion. Like, I, mem- I remember Katrina <laughs> yeah. and Rita, which is awful response. Yeah. And awful, nobody knew what they were doing and when they were doing it and how they were getting it. Yeah. But this one, it was like, we, we didn't know until the last second how bad it was going to be. Like, we knew it was going to be a little bad, but we didn't know how bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, even then... Everybody knew exactly what they were doing, and they came in and got it done. Like it felt like the first week we were almost back up and running. It mm. felt like that. I know it wasn't, but yeah. it Except was so yet. quick. Sudden link. Yeah, the only thing that took. <laughs> yeah, sudden I'm link. sorry, Ray. But <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it up. It's fine. Yeah. The only yeah. thing we're not that gonna took name any names. Substantial <laughs> amount of time was the actual cleaning up all the junk, like all the trucks coming and picking all yeah. the junk Dude, off the side still, of the still. There's yeah. still places that have uh, trash. Like there's apartment complexes actually right up the road from here. There's just tons of trash that was cleared out of their apartments that mm-hmm. it's still there. Still not been picked I up. I can't remember what the, I really wish I remember what the numbers were, but we like doubled or tripled whatever the output of trash that oh, we yeah. do in, <laughs> in a certain amount of time, but I can't yeah. remember the numbers. Dude, the amount of logging trucks that were in, not logging trucks, the massive, the haul, and- the haul away stuff. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they're just nothing but trees. Yeah. Cut up trees, man! Wild. I, I remember. I nothing felt more liberating than getting off from work. I was still worked at the plants, and they gave us free gas. Then coming home <laughs> from work with my gas tank <laughs> through this hurricane-stricken town to my house to fill up my generator to get some power so I could microwave my MRE, <laughs> which I didn't even need to. <laughs> so I had my military meal right after taking a cold shower because my water heater was still <laughs> destroyed. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I just felt like. Did anyone else yeah. come before? Like I got here before the water was really up and running. Mm-hmm. So I had to take showers with like a gallon of water. Like I just had a <laughs> gallon of water and you dribble a little over yeah. you and you yep. shut up. And then like I've seen, I've only seen it one time. I know there's some African countries 
that I've seen that aren't like third world, but they don't have a lot of running water in some places. So they take a bucket to take a shower with because mm-hmm. like, you can't use a lot of the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, that's that's the only time I've ever seen something like that, that it, and I've experienced it myself. So I don't know. I sat in like in the tub and like you know you know how they did like in Japanese cultures mm-hmm. they have like the pot the that, they, oh, that yeah. they warm up on like the <laughs> stove or whatever and I I literally had to like drive it over me for the second one because we came yeah. back because we were in Houston so it was like geez mm-hmm. yeah. this is it was not it was it was a weird it was experience. a weird experience yeah. for sure. It was so for where we were, I stayed with my parents for a couple months after because we couldn't get in our trailer. We had to completely rebuild the porch and deck and all that. And but anyway, that's another <laughs> we'll get into that. But uh <laughs> so stayed with them and it was for probably a month. It was the water would only turn on for a few hours a day. Like two hours in the morning and then two hours in the evening, two to three hours in the evening. And you could take a shower, a ice cold shower for between that little bit of time and it wasn't clean completely water yeah so yeah that was the other thing which you know it was like it's never completely (laughs) clean but yeah yeah, that was ice cold but then you know we were outside all day working on like roofs and me and my my dad and my brother that was one of the things about um staying for the storm there was a lot of people calling to check on us afterwards, yeah. but there was a lot of people calling us like, Hey, are you guys doing okay? Yeah. Can yeah. We're doing okay. Can you go check on my house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, if it we was, can, yes. We there's will a lot absolutely. of give and take. Like a lot of people checked on other people's houses, but that's because they mm-hmm. had somebody check on their house. Yeah. The church really did a really good job of getting a list together of people who needed their house, their roofs tarped. Yeah, people we who were, couldn't get help and couldn't do it themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude, there was a whole what was it like three weekends in a row, uh, maybe two weekends in a row where there was massive crews of people, even people from out of state, came down and helped, and we coordinated it with our church, and we went out and we were helping people. Yeah, I went day. out on one of those days yeah. and I got the worst rash from poison oak I've ever gotten. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was one of those people that texted you like, "Hey, are you okay? Hey, can you check on my house?" <laughs> <laughs> no, and it wasn't like. It was like, I told everyone who asked, it was like, if I can get there, yes, I will check on your house. But, you know, also working on my parents' house and my house, you know, at the same time, there was one of our, uh, one of the families in our uh, church went while we were checking on our house, my house, we went over and checked on theirs. And there was this massive tree straight through the corner of the peak of their house. And it was like, I'm sorry. He's like, well, can you, is the hole small enough you can tarp over it? I was like, you don't understand. I tried to send him pictures, but the cell service was so bad yeah, because yeah. the trees knocked out all the power lines and stuff. Yeah. No, you don't understand. There's nothing we can do right now to do this. The yeah. tree has to be gone before Same. anything can be done. There's and there's still stories like that. They're still not even in their house yet. Yeah. So, so if you can anyway. sum up 2020, 2021 in a sentence, your experience of it, what would it be? Lucky. That's a word. That's that's all I need. <laughs> that is a word. That's all I need, man. I, lucky. I don't wanna I don't wanna expound more than that. I was just super lucky. Like none of these things all of these things were just an inconvenience to me. That's how I mean, I had to work hard for a few weeks after the hurricane to clear the yard and yeah. make sure that there were no leaks, but I I got to work the entire time during the pandemic. During the hurricane, I I even got per diem to go work in Houston. So, yeah. cause there was no internet here. I just went and worked in Houston with our other terminal. And then yeah. during the freeze, 
All I got was a little bit of snow in the walls, which turned out to be, we thought it was going to be a huge problem. And they had a guy check and it's like, no, nah, everything's fine. So we didn't even have to do anything about it. <laughs> didn't put any mold back there. Nothing. Nice. Wow. So I'd say it was like surreal. Like, yeah. because like you always see these things, like you said, like in movies where it's like, oh, you got to wear a mask. You have to do all this crap. And you're like, that's never going to happen. Yeah. And then it's like, it did and it, it happened so fast as well like yeah. people were just like yeah you have to wear a mask and you're like why like that that doesn't make any sense <laughs> but we kind of just did it and yeah you, you okay yeah we're good. i'm sorry my computers <laughs> <laughs> the laptop we're using I'm, to record this is about to die no, that's not good yeah, no. uh but yeah it's like and then i mean you have two hurricanes that are the highest you get uh, the highest in history. I mean, and then we have a snowstorm and the flood. Lake Charles. A freeze is more, yeah. Like, I mean, there was snow, but it was yeah, definitely sorry. a freeze. It's a was freeze. the worst part. I think they called it Yuri. Ice storm? Yeah, Ice storm Yuri. Hmm. I don't know. I just knew it was cold. Um, and then, I mean, and our flooding is like, what What happens? Like, yeah. what, what happened in this last two years? Yeah, like, what was it like? Was it four feet of rain within a 24-hour period? And it hasn't had? stopped yeah. since. It no. hasn't. <laughs> it's been raining it's a lot. It's still yeah. raining. Man, I think something I learned during the pandemic was to attach yourself to the people around you. And then what I learned from the hurricanes and the flood was to detach yourself from the things around you. That's good. Yeah. That is very good. Yeah, I just I learned living in other people's houses is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I turn it off and on. <laughs> thank you, Ray, for fixing the <laughs> the cable. Uh, <laughs> no, I think what what stuck out most to me, what I would say, is just I'm grateful. I'm just grateful for you know how we did get some damage, but it wasn't to an extent that I can't live in my house and we're displaced. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that have it much worse than we did and still have it worse than we do, you know. Um, but I'm grateful to also to have the ability to have helped, yeah. you know. Um, that's I, That's been very important to me for most of my life is helping people in whatever way I can, you know, and I'm just, I'm grateful that none of my family got hurt. None of us really got sick too bad during the pandemic, uh, to a point where they're gone. I mean, my grandma passed away, uh, during the pandemic, but it wasn't from COVID, you know, she was just very old. <laughs> Same here. Um, but you know, I'm just, I'm grateful. And also, like you said, just, you know, realizing how important the people around you are as opposed to the things around you. You know, you get caught up in the daily struggles of life and then, you know, work and, you know, you just forget sometimes to stop and step back and take a look at everybody around you, the people that are there, the people that are important to you, the people that care about you, the people you care about and, yeah, you know, I'm just I've I've learned to to be grateful for a lot more than I guess I was a couple of years ago, and it's still got a long way to go to get to where I want to be as well. I think we all 
feel the same way about that. So, yeah. well, Cameron, do you have a quote for us today? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, one fish, I remember. two fish, <laughs> red fish, blue fish. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, <laughs> you have a quote that I've been wanting to do. You just have to fill in while I find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. What's your so. quote? What You got a random quote for us, Ray? I have a random fact. Uh, oh, yeah, let's do a random oh, yeah, fact let's do with random, Ray. That's fine. <laughs> random fact, uh, if you eat a polar bear liver, it will kill you a vitamin A. <laughs> a vitamin A overdose? Yeah, overdose. That's a lot of vitamin A. I know. What I do mean, you think? That's suicide because you'd have to kill the polar bear yeah, first. You'd have to well, kill the polar bear and that's then eat a good its point. liver. That's a good point. It's kind of like the worst prize. <laughs> hey, you didn't die? Well, die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't die from oh. killing this polar bear. You were very lucky. <clears throat> but uh, now you're going to die because you had his liver. Congratulations. You got it for us, sir. You still Dude, have you ever seen the videos uh, of polar bears like trying to get at people in cages? Yeah. yeah. There, I saw one. There was a guy who was in this big glass uh, box. It, well, it wasn't a box. It was like a triangle or whatever. Yeah. It's a pyramid. God, that's the word. Um, <laughs> He's part of the Illuminati. It was this big plexiglass pyramid, and there was these little holes in there, so obviously the guy could breathe. But also, <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> So the polar bear, the polar could, bear smell could smell him. smell him, yeah. And it came up and was trying. It ended up actually like starting to break the doors. And the other people that were filming this this uh, experience had to come up and like shoo the polar bear off. You can't really scare a polar bear away. No, they had this big you have truck. To get big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really work with no. a polar bear. <laughs> so another fact huge. about polar bears. Okay. They're not white. I did They're actually that. clear. Yep. Their hair is and, clear. And it actually reflects the light off the, the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that one. Which is why they can look yellow sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I saw this really sad picture um, of a polar bear. Somebody had spray painted with black spray paint on the side of it. I think it was like T13 or something like that. The letter T in the number 13. That's probably not the right number, but they spray painted on the side of a polar bear. And so you just realize you just killed this animal. Yeah. It's not going to be able to hunt. Well, it's really sad. Another fun fact. <laughs> uh, 2% of their hunts are successful. That's it. Yeah. 2%. 2%. 2%. You got to run a long ways. They can smell their prey up to 10 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. Them Man. Is, them is bad odds. Yeah. That's a, powerful sniffer though i know they still fail <laughs> they still don't get see it. Yeah. that's the that's the point of today's episode children <laughs> you can have all the talent in the world but you can still fail two percent success rate <laughs> this is a took a sharp turn from what we were talking about a minute ago <laughs> you got something oh yeah i got it okay cool give us your wisdom oh sage wisdom. cameron this isn't actually mine it's from the bible it's Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. This actually helped me get through a lot of stuff because it's nice to know you're not going through things alone. Yeah. And that there's always someone who has it worse than you. Uh, it's that which has been is that which will be and that which has been done is that which will be done. So there is nothing new under the sun. I also like it because it rhymes. 
is one of the reasons you like Dr. Seuss so much. Yeah, I guess. Is so. it? I like, think, like wordplay. You think yeah. the translators did that on purpose? Like they tried really <laughs> hard to make that rhyme? Yeah, Maybe so. so. There are psalms that rhyme too naturally. It's original Hebrew. Well, so. psalms are songs though. I mean, they were supposed to kind of. Well, Hebrew Hebrew songs and poetry, they don't rhyme the same way that we do. They rhyme in like their section. Their sections of. There's like a section that they try to get across in one paragraph and then they'll rhyme it with another section at the very oh. end and then they'll kind of rhyme with like these different sections going throughout the Sounds poem. Sounds like Shakespearean. I didn't know that. It's really, hmm. it's really intricate. And have we you, just do rhyming words. Have you tried to read know? Hebrew before? No. No. No, I've never. Like they've had, they'll have the same symbol and the only difference is one is a dot and one is a line. And I'm mm. thinking if your handwriting isn't perfect, <laughs> how do you convey that? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen like those ancient Sumerian texts or whatever, where it's just like little slits in the stone? Yeah. And it's like it's one slit for a letter and then a slit. Other direction slit for another letter. So it's weird. Wow. It's like and they're all packed cursive. together. On the, it's like yeah. completely packed on this stone tablet about this big. And it's just like edge to edge, these little slits. Yeah. It's like well, that's hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hieroglyphs. And then At like, least hieroglyphs are actual pictures. I guess. But <laughs> what do they mean now? Yeah, You're like, uh, what is that? What, what I don't even know what that is. is. Kitty cat, bird, sun, sun, <laughs> kitty cat, dog. Well, they didn't. I know that they didn't really. Sun actually, God rot. Yes. Okay. I know that one. <laughs> no one actually knew what the hieroglyphs. What the hieroglyphs meant <laughs> until. until <laughs> Rosetta like, Stone, right? Yeah. I think it was a Rosetta Stone or some kind of king's proclamation that was written in like 50 different languages. Yeah. I think that is the Rosetta Stone. I, I don't I know. think so. It's like the but yeah, but the they found her- hieroglyphs off there, so they were able to like the history of do, language do their science. Very stuff. interesting. Yeah. What if you're not a good artist? Oh God! I'd, Are you I'd, trying to write? I would die. Bad well, handwriting there's a reason too. scribe was a job back then. <laughs> that is yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So well, yeah, nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Whatever you're going through, someone's gone through it already. Yep. Someone's gone through it. Someone's failed, and another person has possibly succeeded. So stay hopeful. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting thought. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Ray, why don't you take us out of here? All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for, you know, listening and spending about an hour and 30 minutes with us. Uh, you know, just tune in next time. We'll, we'll have some more odd opinions. All right. Check out our Instagram and our, uh, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, he'll plug that. Or don't leave a comment on Apple. Don't, on don't Apple let Apple him podcast. tell you what to do. Yeah. You're yeah. your own person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. End it just like we started it, I guess. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.